Welcome to City on the Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Let's meet our players. I'm Daniel, I'm playing Vatten, and I'm going to be a half-elf ranger. I'm William Orr, an Aarakocra wizard. Uh, my name is Ben, I will be playing Twig, um, or Shim, a Goliath rogue bard. Hi, I'm Peter, I'm playing Bertrand Greystone, a Dwarven Forge cleric. I'm Grant, and I'm playing Trather Wimblin, a human fighter. I'm Jenny, and I'm going to be playing John Abermere, a crimson-born human. We hope you enjoy the game. All right, welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming. I'm your game master, Ryan. We are back for our second campaign of our actual play series. And, uh, yeah, it, it is time for the dungeons and also the dragons. Uh, so, slightly different group for this campaign. Um, we still have Daniel. Daniel, say hi. 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 I'm Daniel. I'm playing Vatten, and I'm going to be a half-elf ranger. Thank you, sir. Uh, William is still here. Hi, I'm William. Or an Aarakocra wizard. Thank you, sir. Uh, ben is going to be joining us permanently now from the first campaign. I am. Uh, my name is Ben. I will be playing Twig, um, or Shim, a Goliath rogue bard. Excellent. And... Joining us now are the fine folks from the Saving the Game podcast, Peter, Grant, and Jenny. Uh, so, uh, Peter, who play you, sir? Uh, hi, I'm Peter. I'm playing Bertrand Greystone, a Dwarven Forge cleric. And uh, Grant, how about you? Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm playing Trather Wimblin, a human fighter. And Jenny. Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm going to be playing John Abermere, a crimson-born human. And as our story begins, we're just, we're, I'm going to jump straight in. All right, so you guys are all in the town of Varen. Uh, Varen's a town of about four or 500 people. It's a heavy merchant city. There's a, a sizable local merchant guild. And Varen sits in kind of a weird spot in between two nations. The primarily human and elven kingdom of Thassaran to the north. And to the south, the primarily a lot of things kingdom... It's a, it's a loose association of a lot of tribes of people and groups of bandits uh, known as Anwaru. It kind of, Varen sort of technically sits on the land that is part of Anwaru, but trades primarily with Thassaran, and no one really has a heavy interaction uh, with the city one way or the other when it comes to keeping control of things. Uh, the merchants kind of take care of that kind of thing. You guys in particular, uh, all six of you, for one reason or the other, are, are in Varen currently. And for one reason or another, have all worked for the the fine folks who run the company known as the Big Board. So when I, when I say the Big Board in, in a gaming sense, you probably traditionally think of a giant you know message board where people leave job postings and you, you rip the posting off and go do the job and take it back to them and get paid. This has actually been turned into something of a business that hires adventurers to take contract jobs. And at some point in the last weeks or months or, or even just a few days, uh, you have all done some contract work for the fine folks who run the big board, uh, Izo and Daisha. And they have called you in to the big board today. Uh, but this is a little unusual. You, you look around the room and you see a handful of other people, some of whom you may have worked with when you've worked for Izo and Daisha in the past, some of which you may have just seen around town. But you never work with more than 
like maybe one or two, maybe three other people when they have a job for you. The fact that there's a total of six of you is unusual. Um, so you're just kind of seeing around this this big open room. It's got some tables and chairs. There's some food set out on the counter for you. Uh, Daisha's over there behind the counter. She's in the, the bottom left on the map there. Uh, and there's a stairwell that spirals up and down. Um, you've never been down, and most of you probably haven't been up, but it's usually just... You assume that's where Izzo usually comes from. That's where his office probably is. So you guys are in this giant room. And... Um, Daisha looks over. It's like, oh, good. Okay, you're all here. Fantastic. Uh, the woman you see in front of you, uh, everyone other than Bertrand, you see kind of a short, stocky human female. Uh, Peter, Bertrand, as a, as a dwarf, is fairly certain Daisha's probably actually not human. You think she's probably a half-dwarf which is not a particularly common thing um, in general, but in this area, there, there are a fair number of them, and you, you probably know some personally. Uh, so you recognize that she's actually not human. She's actually a very tall dwarf. Hmm. And uh, <clears throat> uh, make yourselves at home. Uh, there are uh, refreshments if anyone wants anything. Uh, Izzo has some kind of job. He didn't really explain that well to me. He'll be he'll be here in a couple minutes. You guys just you're you're good. You know your way around the place. Uh, he'll be here to explain shortly. Um, so you guys are all in the room together. All right. Uh, My thanks, lady. Uh, your finest wine, please. Uh, uh, she points. There's like two bottles on the counter. That's that's about it. It's a. It's just what she had. Ah, but it's probably I'm excellent. Sure, it's. I'm sure it's more than sufficient. Thank you. Bertrand kind of flops into a chair. The chair shifts a little bit. He kind of looks at it, frowns, stands up, um, casts some kind of a minor spell on it, <clears throat> tests the balance, smiles, and sits back down. I'm going to sit in the corner quietly by myself where I can keep an eye on all of the entrances. Fair enough. Trather will uh, be happily pouring himself some wine, and then if anyone else wants some, he'll happily pour for you too. John is going to be extremely jealous that, um, was it uh, Vatten up in the corner there? Yes. Yeah, Vatten took uh, the, the best, like, corner for brooding. So <laughs> so John is going to go, like, get some water or something and then try to find an, another corner in which brood to... Brood by the staircase? Yeah, brood by the staircase or something like that. Oh, that's, that's, much, that's much cooler, actually. Brooding, brooding <laughs> by the staircase. That's, that feels much cooler. Yeah. Uh, Bertrand will probably walk over and help himself to some of the refreshments now that he's fixed the chair. <clears throat> All right. Hold up. Nope. Shim was going to just be be friendly with everyone at the bar and be awkwardly caressing the bar. You, you got that hard yeah. lean going? Yeah. I like it. All right. In through the front door walks a rather exasperated looking gnome uh, carrying a giant axe. Oh, actually, at this point, more using the giant axe as a walking stick than anything else. Uh, Daisha looks up. Izzo, are, are you okay? Oh, uh, mm. no. <laughs> oh, good. You're, are you? You're... No, just um, long day, long two days. 
But that's why I need all, all right. of you. Good. You're all one, two, th yep, that's all six of you. Perfect. Okay. Um, make yourselves at home. I need a favor. Pa paid favor. Paid favor. John right. moves closer. But I need it, like, today. <laughs> I, I, had, I had an issue yesterday. So you guys have done a lot of different things for me. One of the things we do, we transport goods for people. Uh, you know, like, do protection for stuff. And sure. um, we had an issue yesterday. And by we, I mean me. It, that's, yep. I'm going to have to figure this one out. Uh, I was transporting a giant chest for someone. Not important. We were attacked by um, a, a wormling. Small, uh, small bronze wormling who uh, made off with the chest. And I need that back. So um, the metallic ones usually aren't too hostile. Yeah, I don't I don't know what this one's issue is. Uh, I know it, it. I've seen it before. It's not usually been a problem for whatever reason. She's feeling feisty today and uh, well, yesterday and uh, popped the chest straight from us. And, it, you know, I was by myself. Not much I can do. I need it uh. back. So if, if, if you guys can, uh, I can point you in the right direction. Can we inquire about the contents of the chest? You may. Um, there should be several hundred gold. A book. Don't don't worry about the book. What that is, it's fine. Um, and there should be a locked bag. And I, I need all of those back, in particular the book. Who are you transporting this for? Out of town client. That uh, I, I do some special special work for. Uh, whenever requested, she's a big deal. It's not it's not important. It's fine. She pays well. That's that's all that matters for you guys. Mm. Mm. Well, point is in the direction I can track the wormling. Okay, so he pulls out a map, puts it on the counter. Okay, so he he points to Varen on the map. You guys want to go like uh, north uh, uh, that way, north that way. North that way. He he points in a general direction. That's where, that's where the the caravan was attacked. I know I've I've seen the wormling in that area before, uh, just kind of flying around, not really bothering people. So this was I don't know, it happens, unfortunately. So yeah, if you guys head out that way, you should find her. She uh, bring bring back that chest, please. I I don't want to get yelled at. It's been a long two days. And, and Daisha just kind of looks at him like, yep, that's on you. But but also a little, you know, like, she has some, she does have some concern on her face because clearly he is, you know, at least slightly injured. And she's trying to be sympathetic. Fascinating. Uh, he'll turn to, Trather will turn to Vettin. Uh, you, woodsman, I know relatively little of dragons except for uh, stories of some particularly important battles against them, but my understanding is that uh, wormlings are less intelligent than their great fathers. Is that correct? Uh, Daniel, you know you know from your experience in the woods that that's uh, it seemingly, yes, quite accurate. Generally, hmm. yes, that's the case. Odd. I wonder if this is merely uh, like a magpie snatching coins on the ground or something like that 
on. That seems to be the most likely thing at the moment, anyway. Can't be too careful with dragons, I suppose. Grant, I'm going to need you to stop referencing magic cards. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, thieving magpie is an actual card. <laughs> That's, uh, I need survival or nature or history. Any, any of those checks. Roll, roll, roll me the dices. We need, we need to figure out what direction you guys are heading. I'll, I'll let, I'll let you guys decide what you roll. That was my nature roll. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. That was nature. I know nothing history, of you. Survival. Survival. I actually have a positive in survival. Hey, hit hit that survival button. I need to stop. Hang on a second. Hang on. I, I believe Twig I'm has still it. Still rolling. A, a Twig more or less has it. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, the natural twenty is always good. That, for uh, the audience at home, I, I do have a quote excellent memory for maps and geography, according to my background. So. There you go. Uh, yeah, I think, Grant, you were going to go with a, a list of what everyone rolled. That would be fantastic, because I usually forget that. That's all right. Uh, 16 on history for Trather, uh, for Vatna, 10 on, you said nature? Yes. Excellent. Uh, for Bertrand, a 3 in history. For Twig, a 22 in nature. He's well ahead of the game with that uh, natural 20. For Or, a 17 on... That was in history. History, there we go. Just edging out Trather. Um and then for John, an eight, I fear. It's survival. Yes. Right. Unless you're rolling with advantage and that it is a ten. Ah. I'm, I'm not rolling with advantage on purpose. Gotcha. Roll 20 got me. It, it almost do sounded that. like you were calling out scores for like a horse race. <laughs> I was thinking sort, sort of like that or like... And coming around I didn't, final quite have the, I didn't have quite the flat jaded tone required for that. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> of, of calling... The, like the Stephen Fry slightly bored, mm-hmm. calling I'm, eight I'm races gosh. a day, seven days My a week. My world for the last weariness decade. is world weary. Yes. <laughs> well, that particular manufactured BBC English tone, yeah. And we have uh, Trather with a sixteen in history, and Vatten with a ten. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that felt very BBC. Thank very you. I watch a lot of BBC. Out. That was that was fantastic. Okay, so. Um, between between your understanding of, of local history and Twig's familiarity with with the nature of this this part of of Varen, you know that roughly to the northwest, uh, northeast is West, 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 yes, northeast in, in that northern direction. Um, Brilliant money, Penny. There, Wizardosity. Yes, wizardosity. Hey, we got it in there. Perfect. All right. Uh, there, there have been reports over the last, you know, couple of months of, of various winged, angry creatures, wormlings, small dragons. One really, really large dragon, but that's pretty far to the south. Don't worry about him. It's fine. He won't be important. <laughs> um, and uh, you do know, um, you guys. Uh, R and Trather can kind of point in a general direction of where, you know, different sightings have been. Twig, you think you actually are familiar with this particular wormling? Ooh. You're pretty sure you've seen her in the past uh, flying around, and you think you have a pretty good idea. It's maybe three or four hours uh, north of the city. Not a terribly far journey, and it's it's morning. You guys have plenty of time. Nice. So what what do the lot of you? Before we leave here, I do, I do want to do something before we leave, okay. but let's, that'll come up later. 
Um, you wants to do anything else. Trather will uh, immediately start packing, raring to go, talking excitedly of uh, a chance to take on a dragon. A small dragon, to be sure, but, well, the, uh, some of you seem new to fighting dragons, and, well, it's important to, to start small. <laughs> Bertrand is kind of tugging on his beard, looking concerned. Um, and also kind of, like, he looks around at what's available on the refreshments table and grabs, like, some nuts and some hard cheese and some other stuff that's going to travel well, basically. Okay. Kind of chucks that into a napkin and adds it to his backpack. Yeah. Uh, I, Jenny, have a question. Um... Are we tracking component usage in spellcasting? We are absolutely not. <laughs> yes, thank goodness. Oh my goodness, thank goodness. Okay, okay. I, I can't. I'm I just relieved. Can't. <laughs> okay. I don't I don't have a problem with the concept. I just don't see a point. Okay. And, and on that note, can we just assume that in any downtime uh I'm uh making arrows? So I don't have to track those either. <laughs> we'll we'll see. Uh, I do subscribe no, to the uh, Skyrim uh, money weighs nothing plan. Uh, so gold okay. does not count towards encumbrance because no. Plus Skyrim, and, you know that's never a bad thing. And, and arrows yeah. weigh nothing too in Skyrim. Oh crap! They do. Yeah. I set myself up for that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my Not fault. That they're terribly heavy in this game would either. You, but... you know what t weighs far, far too much? Bear pelts. They're really uh, heavy. Sense. They very much are. Yeah. Do. And you can't eat those. And no, no. you can't. <laughs> and if I hadn't played Skyrim, that would really confuse me. You get a me. lot of fur stuck in your teeth trying to yeah, get one would. of those down. Yeah, I'm in the middle. Let of alone literally just trying to chew through it. Like, yeah, that's that's what the yeah, dragon we just took bones. Up our... That's what the dragon bones are for. You use them as toothpicks. Delicious hairy leather. Delicious fifteen pound toothpicks. Yeah. Good night. Those things are unnecessarily heavy. They really are. Thank goodness there's all those crates lying around. I can just set stuff in and no one will bother it. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness I picked you know I... out of uranium. <laughs> okay, so real talk. I'm playing through Skyrim again right now, and uh, I made. The mistake of trying to start with a wizard and an alchemist. Ooh. I unloaded all my potions and lost 120 pounds. <laughs> I was going to ask how far in the Thieves Guild you are, because that doesn't matter what I start at. That's where I end up. Yeah. Accurate. Oh, I'm doing all of them at once. It's actually kind of fun. It's Skyrim. I'm pretty sure that's the point of the heavy game. Heavy armor fighter, and now I have a bow and arrow. My sneak skills like 40, and, yeah. and you're sniping. And yeah, yeah yep. that's it. It's I, I always have the best intentions and always end up in the Nightingales. I can only assume mm -hmm. that's their yeah. intention, even though I'm pretty sure it's not, because that's just how every playthrough ends up. If it is a pretty... the Thieves Guild the best storyline, then... This that's the thing. It's such a well-written quest. It really and is. The Dark Brotherhood is fantastically written. There's a point where I have At to stop rate. that one. It creeps me out. <laughs> All right. So you guys These are other games that you should be playing. You, you yeah. probably should. Go Bertrand's check them out. kind of absently wandering around the tavern, like fixing splintered sections of the wall and stuff. In, in <laughs> other news, Batten's just going to stand up, clearly already ready to go. He, has, he just has everything he needs. Daisha looks at uh, Bertrand for a half second, confused, and then remembers Dwarf and uh, smiles appreciatively. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you guys head out. Is uh, that halfling still sitting there? Like, if he's still standing around? Is uh, that halfling or just no, small? No, no, no. 
Um, I want to walk up and kind of glad hand him and bring him over to the bar and buy him a drink. Okay. It's 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 um, not a bar. It's a it's fine. Yeah, go for it. It's I, fine. I, I, just in you know in a very like ridiculously cheesy way. Trying okay, to do that sure, sure, and sure. Yeah. Put my arm around him and bring him up. And while that's happening, I want a mage hand in his pockets for a little bit and see what else he has in his pockets. Um. Okay, I'll accept the mage hand, but I still need a sleight of hand check. For for the actual pockets. Ooh. <laughs> oh man, that's even with a. Oh, horrible. Okay, so you kind of, you you grab him by the shoulder and you pull him pull him <laughs> over to the bar, and one hand moves one direction, and the butt end of his spear slaps the or, uh, axe slaps that hand immediately out of the way, pats you on the head, and mage he walks away. <laughs> yeah, he it magically pokes the mage hand away. I forgot about that, but still, you know, it actually okay. pokes it pokes your hand, which disrupts the mage hand. <laughs> right, right, right. It's just like nope. He looks at you, <laughs> smiles. It's a good thing you do good work. Get out there. That's what I rely on. That's <laughs> it's a good thing you do good work. Get out. Yep. <laughs> Go do more of that good work and stop that thing you were just doing. <laughs> he rolls up a newspaper uh, and slaps the mage hand. <laughs> no. Down boy. That's what got me really The mage hand does know. shadow puppetry to look like a cat, and then it gets yes. swatted again. <laughs> Not 20s get you overconfident every yeah, time. Yeah, it builds you up, man. The dice will tear you right apart. All right, so you guys head north out of town. Uh, kind of making your way along the road. Shim is actually fairly confident. He knows exactly where he's headed, and he's pretty right. Uh, you guys are just kind of... There's there's a road. So there's a node... Who uh, ha ha. There's a road that heads north out of Varen. And uh, I managed to combine like three words at once there. That was impressive. All right. There's a road that heads north out of Varen, and you guys are walking along the road. And you get to a point, Shim, you've seen before. Uh, the you, you kind of, the, the broken down cart on the side of the road that you're pretty sure belongs to Izzo is probably not a terrible marker either. But um, <laughs> you know that off to the west of here, there is a pretty sizable cave set into the side of a hill and you're pretty sure that's where you've seen the wormling land before um before we get too far into this trip yes yes yes. sometime when we're kind of like halfway to where we're headed or something like that i'm i'm gonna bring this up with the group it's like does anything feel off about this job to the rest of you like of course we're not supposed to ask questions about this book or there's this locked bag the the kind of wormling that apparently took off with this stuff is generally a benevolent variety and hasn't been bothering people before. I feel like there's a lot more to this than we've been told or that perhaps even meets the eye. And Oh, of course, but like, I'm how are we going to find out if we don't investigate? I also think it's odd that it takes six people to get back one treasure chest. Yeah, from, from a wormling that hasn't been causing problems. I guess what I'm saying is, let's go into this talking first and swinging later. I suspect there's more to learn here. About a minute later, Trather will wait. Are you saying that this dice, you might be hiding something? 
Uh, attaboy. <laughs> Bertrand just looks at him like, my wisdom score is larger than your age. <laughs> I love and yes, the brogue does come through in just a facial expression. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Seamus. All right. There is that. Cad. <laughs> That's also like two minutes later. We shall later. have to be on our guard. Yes. Very good. Very good. All right. Oh, yeah, we have to be careful on accents, or Ryan will just start picking them up randomly. <laughs> yep, it's real terrible. It's, oh, it's deeply unfortunate. True story, for like a week in high school, he just started like randomly speaking in Russian accents. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh, dear. I only vaguely remember that. That was me for like three years, no word of a lie. <laughs> I can't listen to anything with British actors in it. Or no, I'm sorry, not British, Irish. Because then for like mm. two days... It just doesn't go away. Oh, this Dell training I'm doing at work would, would be the end of you then. It's like, all right, let me tell you about these oh, here no. hard drives that are going in this server. <laughs> like, oh. I kind of want to watch it now. That sounds exciting. <laughs> I dig that. He's got okay. a really nice, like, warm voice, too. And it's just like, oh, man. I, would... <laughs> I you wish you were careful. talking about something more interesting. <laughs> you guys are walking through the woods. It's like one of those sliding puzzles watching you move all of these around one square at a time, by the way. Yeah, if they were, if they were round, like, the scroll uh, traditional bar was tokens, absolutely. Screen, but sorry. <laughs> with, with, the, uh, with the squares, it really just looks like one of those little 4x4 four four slidey puzzles. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> That's fascinating. Huh. We're going to make okay. a picture of a lakeside if we move the... Okay. Yeah. But if you slide them over and complete Bowser's picture, then the eight red coins will pop up. You can collect them. And we need them. Those are very good to the story. We are going to 100% this D&D game. Guys. That's right. <laughs> There's a phrasing I don't know how to handle. We're going to 100% this D&D game. I don't know that I have a response for that. You can't play D&D like you play Skyrim. I think traditionally it's roll initiative. <laughs> not, not yet. But we will do something equally traditional, and I need you all to roll perception. Oh, uh, question: Are the the brighter green blobs trees or bushes? Yes. Cool. <laughs> I, I, a mixture of the two, mostly trees. The tree bushes. That was helpful. <laughs> I try. We got a thirteen. Uh, uh, that was initiative. I wasn't supposed to roll that. Heck. Ah, uh, that was twelve perception. Yes. Okay. There we go. One, two, three. All <laughs> Even of them. Better. Okay. <laughs> My tradition of playing sharp-eyed clerics continues. <laughs> Let me tell you. All right. So, uh... It's a bush, me load. This ties in nicely to the bush sub-theme we had from our previous campaign. Yes, I remember the screaming rose bushes. <laughs> the the shrubbery, shrubbery sub-theme that lasted for like six episodes. <laughs> All because I couldn't uh, control the levels on Roll20. <laughs> map layers man i did not understand them i still don't it's okay though all right i struggle so, with them too you're in good company there's some complication there man all right so you guys uh let's go with, uh trather and bertrand you guys hear a loud ish growing louder and closer buzzing sound like that of uh yeah, what? like that of a small insect but bigger ish 
Hmm. Sounds like a giant small insect. <laughs> a giant small insect. I love you guys. This I is know. great. <laughs> hmm. Not the giant small insect. Like a little tiny. Bertrand like holds his hand up like a little tiny bug, but big out and then like does like a three foot span. <laughs> like me size. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's go with that. I love the the fog thing on roll twenty. It's great. Yeah, it's nice. All right. So you know let's... what it's not good on? Warcraft two. <laughs> or Age of Empires. Always turn off the fog of war unless you want everyone to hate you. All right. So you guys are in just kind of like a kind of a normal woodsy area. And off in the distance, uh let's go with yeah, I think we had Trailer and Bertrand. You hear and now see giant wasps. Ah, Beedrill. <laughs> I can't make that. I can't do the sound for the battle start. That looks. That sounds strangely like. A bee. I have never been so sad to be right before in my life. <laughs> I've never been. Dose, I've never been so disappointed that I didn't just use pictures of Beedrill. <laughs> we'll just reach out. Clap Bertrand on the the back. Well, spotted, sir priest. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna get my bow out. All right, you guys. Oh, very well. Roll me those initiative checks. Jenny, uh, I'm assuming initiative. you're gonna roll a second time because that first one was. Please. Yep, that's fine. Ugh. Oh mercy. Okay, we're fine. Hey, I did not bad. I am not rolling high today. Actually, it's probably good that I'm going last as the healer, because I have a feeling that these things are going to sting the living daylights out of us. <laughs> yeah, probably you not going to be necessary. It'll be okay. Uh, okay, let's go John or Trather. Who has the higher modifier? Uh, Trather does. Really? <laughs> yep. I have one wow. initiative. Oh, Trather right. has a two. Perfect. All right, we will go with that. So off from the distance, around the tree, swings a giant wasp, and he will come say hi to Bertrand. Okay. He's he's friendly. It's fine. He's totally friendly with a with an eight. Like I said, he's totally friendly. It's fine. <laughs> so he kind of look at the iridescent wings on this thing. He he dives at you and he gets really close and you can actually see the luminescence of the wings really beautifully as he completely misses and then just kind of floats there for a second. Uh, and then <laughs> Uh, aren't you? <laughs> all right, you're gonna get a second friend, uh, and then this one's gonna appear from out behind the trees. So there's three of them there. Uh, they also the second one misses. I'm assuming a thirteen doesn't hit you. Yeah. All yeah, right. AC of eighteen. Uh, Trather. New friends. Uh, how, how? What's the the size category on these? They are medium. Medium. Okay. So too big to easily move through. Got it. Yes. All right. I'm going to um, move here. Uh, get get behind me, sir. I I'll hold these off. Just step up and take a swing at uh, this guy right here. Okay. Which for those of you not, you know, uh, watching at home, it's the one right next to me. Uh, one of the two that's right next to Bertrand. So let's roll that attack. Roll where'd that go? Here it is. That's still something I'm debating for the future. We'll see. There we go. That's a uh, that's a ten, which is, is not great. You're close. You're actually not terribly far off, but you do not hit, sir. 
Fair enough. I'm missing someone. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll go with, with uh, John. Yes. Um, I'm trying to find my movement speed. It's speed thirty. Okay, so I can move six squares. So hang on. One. Pick your token up. Hit one, Q two, and. Two, three. It'll... No, I'm 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 doing math. Ah. I'm doing math. Um, I I have to do cone math. Mm. Um, ah, cone math. Yes, I would ah. like to do a color spray. Okay. Um, Absolutely. So I think one, two, three, four. Uh, I think me being here? No, wait. Here would not hit Bertrand if I shoot the cone right. From like from like right there? Sort yeah. Of. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I, I can remember um, that. So basically now I roll um 60 10. Yes. Um <laughs> to determine a Let's number of hit die. 60 10 34. I can I can affect 34 hit points worth of creatures. All right, that will get you uh those two next to him. Okay, good. Um, I, I can't hit the guy that far away anyway. It's only a 15-foot cone. Accurate. Um, so, uh, yeah, so... Um, starting with the creature that has the lowest current hit points, each creature affected by the spell is blinded until the spell ends, which okay. is one round, so they can't see. And that means you guys have advantage and they have disadvantage, if I'm correct? Sounds right. Works for me. Yeah, I believe so. Vatten. Uh, uh, so I get advantage on these attacks, huh? Okay. You do, so... because they are blind. Oh, boy. I almost right. said, no, why um, would you get advantage on them? Right, color spray. Yes, they are blind. Uh, so... All right, give me one second. Think about how I want to do this. Um... All right, you know what? If If I'm getting advantage, I'm not going to waste the hunter's mark on this so there's my first one totally fine there's my second that's one. even better that 24 um, will definitely hit oh good you literally uh, doubled the number you needed <laughs> being a ranger is great you're you're gonna be good all right and now he says he adds more <laughs> I mean, you're gonna be good. I I like the, the the mental image that he's like gesturing, like, "Oh, you're gonna be fine with one hand," and the other hand is just dragging more bugs out of the map. That was unintentionally well timed. Yeah. I'll take it. All right, uh, four damage. That on... that's strong four damage, sir. Yes. Uh, on... One of the two on... that are blind, I assume. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So that was that was just because it's also their it's their turn now. So they've right, moved we, up. Um, I can because I still have since I only did four damage. I'm gonna um, no, it's fine. I want hunter's mark. I'll save that. Okay, uh, Bertrand. Be right, your turn, um, sir. As a bonus action, I am going to cast uh, searing smite. Okay. <laughs> um, which adds some fire damage to my hammer. Oh, which I am excellent. then going to swing at one of these things. I guess it'll, I'll swing at this one. Okay, <clears throat> go for it. All right. 
heavy one-handed swing here. Advantage. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> the, the 12 does actually hit, so you're good. All right. Uh, it makes a constitution save. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just going to assume it fails. Well, the it's going it to take the it's going to take the extra 1d6 um, regardless. Oh, and, and then um, right. It's it's saving to stop being on fire at some point. So between the bludgeoning from the hammer and the fire from the spell, it takes 12. <laughs> You're good. <clears throat> You've, you've... Well, fire is super effective against bug type. That's accurate. <laughs> That's very accurate. All right. R. Or. or, or. Bertrand kind of smiles <laughs> For at three letters, says, that's I surprisingly... too am to stand behind in a fight. <laughs> For three letters, I'm surprisingly struggling with that name. We're going to figure that out later. All right. <laughs> William, it's your turn. Um... All right. I think... As I am new to the wizarding world. Ooh, then uh, you should firebolt. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. It's never a bad option. 1d20 so, plus 5, sir. Ooh, yeah. Especially not with that. Nope, and if you yeah. want to roll a second time, you do have... A, I'm assuming... All right, wait, are you shooting uh, this front one up here? Um, yes, I am now. Okay. Uh, roll a second time with advantage. We'll see if you, uh, you do better, though it be not necessary perhaps okay. except a crit yeah nope okay so both of them hit roll 1d10 damage yep. 1d10 yes okay I'm trying to relate what you say back to my sheet so yeah, yeah you're good i'm slightly disappointed Yay. that they're not actually weak to fire damage that's disappointing mm. all right you're the dm well, you can make that true nope <laughs> not necessary it's true twig twig shim shim twig yeah, uh... Foot's do you So say. that one, oh, he, he didn't kill that one. That one's still there. He, it is still hanging out. Perfect. It's blind uh, and, and confused, but it is still hanging out. Then I'm gonna join up and go for my sneak attack, since he's blind and I have advantage. Uh, if you want to roll a second time just to see, but yes, you do uh, hit. Oh, so it's 22. It um, hits. You don't even need the sneak attack damage. Okay. You're good. It drops. Um... All right, so it goes back around to the one wasp left from the first group. Bertrand, hi. Hi, hi there. <laughs> hi, hi, friend. All right. Ooh, that's a natural one. <laughs> so he swoops down from the sky, uh, and it, like, basically his stinger sticks straight in to, like, the side of a, like, a tree stump. <laughs> uh, so you guys have advantage until he gets himself unstuck. Trather. Trather. Uh, make, make, make with the advantage. Yes. Uh, Trather is going to um, <clears throat> move a little bit further, and if this provokes an attack of opportunity, that's fine. He's going to move to uh, this side of the stuck wasp over here. It will not provoke. Okay, and he's going to uh, swing at it. And you said we have advantage? Yes. Excellent. Let's do this one more time. Nailed it. Double sevens. Booyah. <laughs> that does not make 14, <laughs> so no. <laughs> that is impressively unusual. All right. Uh, John. 
Yes. Um, so these three back there, are they making any sort of like moves toward us? They have appeared from further into the trees headed in your direction, yes. All right. Um, dang, I thought I had more area of effect spells than I do. I do not. So instead, I'm going to walk up to Buddy stuck in the stump and uh, shock and grasp him. So that's a um, melee spell attack? So okay. I, do I add my spell attack bonus to that? You do. Okay. You just have to make it directly in melee combat. 20, 20 plus 5. Boom. 20. Uh, oh, and I get advantage. Um, yes. Plus 5. You can Three. just uh, press the up arrow and hit enter to reroll your last thing. I did not know that. <clears throat> well... Huh. I, I, I've done it like that. I, I got the 20. The, the um, 20 is good. Yes. Uh, on a hit, target takes 1d8 lightning damage. Excellent. Four. Okay. Oh, uh, and it can't make reactions until the start of its next turn. Okay, so no attacks of opportunity. Yeah. Or any other reactions I don't think it has. I, I like to think that this thing is just doing the black and white, like, blinky, see the skeleton thing from that. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> but it's a bug. It's outside. It's the skeleton. Oh, jeez. You're ruining a perfectly good joke. Don't, compli <laughs> don't complicate the mythos, Daniel. These are mystery. These Bugs are mystery. have internal skeletons and cartoons. These are they're fantasy wasps. We've already referred to them as Beedrill. This is world beard building. Bearding. World bearding. <laughs> All right. That's what that I get for the last campaign. Yes, it was. Uh, okay. Vatan, your turn. World building. It starts out all smooth, but then it grows on you. Oh. oh. Womp womp. <laughs> I'm just taking notes. Don't mind me. <laughs> I should be. Going, all in right. my um, going in my list. Since. Uh, since that particular bug seems pretty well surrounded, I'm going to take a shot at that one. Okay. <laughs> that bow and arrow, please, sir. Yes. Uh, no longer with advantage since it's not that one up front. That's fine. I have Ooh. not been rolling well today. That's a nine. That is Sorry, a mess. Sorry, I forgot the duck. Ha-ha! There it is. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> once this entire game I've rolled above a 10. It just sticks and shims back. <laughs> it doesn't do any damage. It just kind of like sticks there. And it's just like, hey. hey. Ow. Not nice. <laughs> All right, uh, Bertrand. All right. Oh, um, Sorry, after they th move This up. wasp right. has enough people on it. So I'm actually going to move Bertrand up. Let's see. One, two, three, Because ah, it doesn't four. hit. Five. Up here and attack this one. <clears throat> Fantastic. Uh, War Warhammer, I assume. Mace. Yes. Yeah. Smashy time. Yep, smashy time indeed. Turns out that is also super effective. Yeah. Nineteen. Seven. All right. R. <laughs> Bertrand is not a scrawny dwarf. No, he's not. <clears throat> uh, William, your turn. I'm looking this and i like magic missile i also do uh me too for these three down here oh that's 
not my pointer. These three down here. Okay. So each can I, gets I can a separate hit, one. Yeah, I can hit one with each, right? Yes. And you don't even okay. have to roll to hit. It always hits. You just have to roll damage. The, All right, so 1d4 plus 1 three different times. Okay. So just the damage. I thought you said no damage. You know, uh, you don't just have to roll. It always hits. Yep. Oh, okay. That's the beauty so of Magic Missile. It never misses. It. Yes. Okay. So 1d4 plus 1 three times. Got it. Sorry, we haven't had any uh, casters using Magic Missile in my game, so I hadn't actually ever looked at the 5th edition Magic Missile rules. It is different than um, than I think it was in previous versions. Yeah, I, it, it used to be like one missile plus one every whatever, so I, I hadn't realized it started with three. That's what threw me. Yes. Uh, okay, so you got four, two, and Ten. four. Nice. All right, so they each take some damage. And, oh, very good. Oh, wait, yeah. Numbers. There we go. All right. Well done, Megas. Well done. Uh, Shim, your turn. Okay, I'm going to run up here and bane the back three here. Okay. Uh, re remind me. So, bane, uh, they have to take a charisma saving throw. They roll a d4 and subtract a number from the attack roll. Okay, okay, right. Anytime they try to attack after that. Sure. Okay, so that's going to be... Alright. 1d20 minus 4. So, uh, that's a 3. <laughs> as a collective group save. So, uh, they are... They are uh, baned. baned. So, saving throws or attack rolls, they have to roll a d4 and subtract. Excellent. Alright. Um, it is the Wasp of Pierce's turn. Uh, he will make a strength save to try and break free from the tree stump. Uh, sure, but that's his action for the turn, so he's still just hanging out there. Uh, Trather. Trather. Uh, Trather is going to charge forward. Okay. Right into the midst of them, and uh, take a swing at the one here in the middle. Okay. I like how we've got a front line, a mid line, and a back line already. <laughs> it's, weird. <laughs> I like this. it's weirdly developed like that. It's kind of cool. <laughs> Lucky sevens. That's your third one. You win a prize. That I prize do. is not that prize is not hitting. Yeah, a slot machine dumps I hear the out. slot machine ching, 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 ching. Trather Weblin. The <laughs> syllables stitched. All right. Uh Jenny, it's it is uh, chicken dinner. John's turn. It is John's turn. John is going to take his quarter staff and try to hit the wasp over the top of its head. Okay, do that thing. Um, this is the one thing I actually made an attack thing for. Quarter staff. Whack. Five! <laughs> it actually says that's great. the pre-programmed whack. Yes. In the description. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. A You're an welcome. accurate description of the sound it makes when it hits the log and not the wasp. Yep. <laughs> this attack, whack. Yes. Oh, man, Word. does it do that thing where you, like, hit a baseball wrong with a baseball bat and it like... Oh, you get the sting? Head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Vatten. Daniel. Yes. Character names. I'll get them eventually. You. Character name. Alright, I'm going to attempt to shoot that one. You shoot that one, sir. One of, one of the ones at a further distance. 
because I'm supposed to be a ranged character. If I could ever hit There me. you go. 26 <laughs> is plenty. All right. Roll that damage. I almost said beautiful bean footage. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even how their commercials go anymore. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Some ads um, stick with um, you forever. <laughs> I think that, like... Just like yeah. the bean. The dog may even still be in the commercials, but I don't think they say roll the beautiful bean footage anymore. Pretty sure that dog's dead. That's unfortunate. All right. Well, on that note, um, I hit it for 11. Bush's the baked beans, not a sponsor. Dead? The wasp is also gone. No more wasp. Poof. He goes poof. All right. So uh, the two wasps up front will uh, try and be friendly. That's a natural one. And a nine. Okay. Who are they? Who are they swinging at? Uh, one is swinging at you. One is swinging at Bertrand. The one swinging at Bertrand provokes an attack of opportunity from me because I have the Sentinel feet. You do have that thing. Do your attack of opportunity. All right. Ten. <laughs> that is a miss. <laughs> yes, actually, it is. actually, go ahead. Go ahead. Roll your damage. All right. Uh, four. There you go. Okay, you, you, you clip him a little bit. Minimum damage possible. Yes. <laughs> All right. So they will not do anything pertinent on their turns. Bertrand, it is your turn. Aha! Bug ineffective against steel. Uh, it is. To, That's uh, accurate. Make more with the hammer squashing. Okay. I'm guessing that's probably still enough to hit. It is correct, sir. All right. Another ten bludgeoning. Plenty. The, the one right here. What one right there? <laughs> I'm pushing up a giant bumblebee. <laughs> he kind of looks at the anchor on his hammer and is like, yeah. <laughs> you can like wipe it off and <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I like to think that our bard is actually just singing. I'm squishing up a uh, <laughs> giant bumblebee, and we're all just like fighting to the rhythm of this song. People are just humming in the background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a large choir in the background for no reason. <laughs> oh is, yeah, doing like the gospel the, version. Oh yeah. yeah. Is the American ver? Do you guys have different words? I don't what? remember the song well enough to answer that question. Um. First, the rigging home a baby bumblebee. Yeah, there we go. And then uh, won't my mommy won't my mama be so be proud, so proud of me? Wait, is it proud or mad? Proud. I, it starts off as proud because you catch it. Yeah, you 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 pick it up, then you bring it home. And it stings then, you. Yeah. Ouch! It stung me. And then you squish it up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you're wiping off a baby bumblebee, and you're like. Wiping it on your hand. Yep. On your shirt. Ugh. Bumblebee stings are nasty, too. Yes, they disturbing are. Disturbing song. It's a weird song. All right. Yeah. Um, William. Murdering small defenseless creatures. Well, William's slightly turn? defended creatures. Yes. Uh, w William, go for it. Okay. Uh, I'll do the firebolt on the first. Go for right it. Right here. And so that was 1d20 plus 5, right? Correct. You hit, sir. 1d10 right. damage. 4, again. What wasp? <laughs> and uh, da, 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 Ben. One uh, okay. wasp, well, one you. Cross up here. 
And since I am flanking, I get advantage, right? Yes. And okay. you actually can't roll not enough sneak attack damage to deal with him, so you're good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So giant wasps, that was a thing. Uh, you guys know, Daniel in particular, Vatan knows, that's not uncommon around here. There are a number of things in the woods. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com, email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org or at saving the game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day. Grant or Peter or Jenny, any of the three of you, explain saving the game to the fine people in our audience who don't currently listen to saving the game. And then as soon as they're done explaining it, stop the podcast and go listen to saving the game and then come back. We'll wait. All right. Uh, right. I'll take it. Sure. Uh, Go for it. Saving the Game is a Christian role-playing podcast. Uh, We talk about uh, the intersection between religion and storytelling games and uh, storytelling in general. Um, You can find us at stgcast.org, at Saving the Game on Twitter, uh, and we have our own uh, Discord channel, uh, which you can find at stgcast.org as well. And the Twitch stream. Oh, and yeah, we have a Twitch channel that we, we do on Fridays. We stream on Fridays. Um, and that is at STGCast. That's STGCast on Twitch.tv. That's yes. right. And if, yep. we also have a YouTube channel that's Saving the Game on YouTube. Uh, we are in the process of getting old episodes up there and putting new episodes up as they come out. So if you, like so many other people, use YouTube as your primary podcasting platform, have at and there's also a blog at stgcast.org that pops up on off weeks because we are an every other week podcast. Yes, and Peter is the one who writes most of those blog posts, and they are well worth a read. Wizard, wizarded, wizardy, wizardy, sure, wizardy, wizard, wizardry, wizardish, wizard, wizard, yes, sagely, yes, I like that better. Word you can use on the podcast, sagely. I like actually, sage is not not bad at all. I like that. Makes me want to go play Fire Emblem. It's a real shame we're sticking with Wizardish. <laughs> yep, it is. It's unfortunate. <laughs> that that it's full uh, of wizardosity. Ooh, wizarditude. <laughs> he's all full, He's all he's all tanked up on wizardness. <laughs> all right, the, now I'm going to have to work in wizarditude into this. <laughs> How many letters are in wizarditude? <laughs> Enough. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> quite the wizardity that you've decided on there. Yes, it is. All Are right. you like uh, Eric Okra? Yes. 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 Bird Beautiful. peoples. Are we actually using Eric Okra or just going bird people? I'll let you guys make that decision. I'm not particular towards either. Um, can you type that into chat so I can see what that is? Eric. I can copy it from my character sheet. I think that's right. Uh, yeah. Close enough. Aracocra. That's what's on the character oh, sheet. I've always, said, I've always said Aracocra, but it could Aracocra. be Aracocra. I'm not entirely certain. Bird wizard. Hold on. I bet the internet has opinions about this. It probably does. Oh. Bird person, no, yes. Not, not the Asian guides. That's actually Birdie probably okay. Flap, flap. Actually, winged ones is still probably fine.
Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's okay. I don't dislike winged ones. Them that is flappy. Okay, sure. Flappy birds? (laughs) Oh, I forgot about flappy bird. We won't talk about the amount of time I spent playing that game. I was not good at it. I'm also going to have to work in an Angry Birds reference now. Ooh, please no. All the copyright infringement. Okay, let's see what Roll20 or what uh, D&D Beyond says. Aracokra. Aracokra. Well, they're wrong. Yeah, that's that's. (laughs) 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 Thank you, Grant. Them that is flappy, it is. (laughs) Them that is flappy, that sticks. Wanted uh, shark people, we'd be playing a different game right now. 